FFM Productions presents Two Wild Orchids. Not your mother's podcast. Get anywhere you need to be comfortable there. My hips are bothering me. I can't imagine why. (laughs) (laughs) So did you have a good weekend? I did. It was excellent. It was excellent. Yeah. So I had the worst first date ever that was not my date. The worst date ever that was not your date. Not my date. So you were with someone who was having a date? I was an innocent bystander. (laughs) (laughs) What happened? Okay. So my girlfriend and I go to the beach this weekend and she tells me she's been talking to some guy on a dating app and uh, she said, he's going to meet us at the beach. Wait, wait, wait. We're recording, right? Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Sean Lee. I'm Monica. And we are the two wild orchids, the place you come for sex and fun. And today we're shooting out of my studio, which is why Monica's like, hey. <laughs> I was like, oh, right. Yeah. So we go to the beach and he's supposed to meet us at the beach. And I'm like, oh, this is great. Well, he doesn't meet us. We're there at like 1045 in the morning and we get done about two. We've been out in the sun for four hours. We're hot. We go to this restaurant to eat and he's going to meet us at the restaurant because somehow he thought we were showing up at two, whatever. Hmm. Anyway, he walks up. And I don't think anybody can be, I, I don't think you could have done this any worse. <laughs> what happened? Okay, so he gets there. He's wearing a mask because, you know, we're still in COVID masking. Oh, don't get me started, right? I can't. Go okay. Ahead. He unhooks the mask from one side of his ear and lets it dangle off the left side of his ear <laughs> and leaves it there like he's this surgeon who's going who's to get called in to go replace a heart valve. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah, no, it's not a sexy so, look. So the whole time. All right. Now, remember, he's going on the first date with my friend. Right. All right. And he says to me, like out of the box, so how did you like competing? Hmm. Like when I was a figure competitor. Yeah. And it, it, it threw me for a loop because, you know, you and I live a very public life. And on some level, sometimes people recognize us and that kind of thing. And that's fine. But it was so unexpected because it's her date. And how did you know I used to compete in bodybuilding? Yeah. So it wasn't something you had talked about. No, it was like, hello, how did you like competing in bodybuilding? Oh. And so I said, how did you know that? And he said, well, clearly your physique. And I thought, okay, A, that's bullshit. Bullshit. Okay, because I have not competed for 10 years. Yeah. Okay. And B, why are you checking me out? Like, this is not my date. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Cool. So then he starts, okay, we order an appetizer. He eats every bit of our appetizer. Stop. You can't make this up. He orders a cup of water for himself and chows down and demolishes our appetizer. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> she and I order these lettuce wraps. And, you know, she's polite, which I am not so polite because by this point I've buried my face in my phone and she's looking at me like, help, help. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you are on your own, sister girl. I am just here for moral support. Oh, boy. Okay. And so um, then, uh, whatchamacallit, we order these lettuce wraps and she's polite and she says, would you like one? And he says these words. No, but if you don't finish them, I'll finish them. Jesus. On a first date. Is he starving? We, he, no, clearly not. Because then he was talking about how he lost 16 pounds and he gained five back. I'm not, it, this was the worst first date ever. We couldn't wait to get out of there. He, mm. everything, everything he said was inappropriate. So at one point, um, he says to her, <laughs> how did you like it when you went to this restaurant? So in her head, she's like, how the fuck did you know I went to this restaurant? Kind of like I was, how did you know I went to bodybuilding? And so I try to deflect so that, you know, it's softer. I'm like, remember when I had that bad date there? And he's like, well, how long have you been married? And I'm like, 20 years. He's like, so how did you have a date? Oh, <laughs> and I was like, because my husband and I have an open relationship. Like, I have nothing to hide. Right. And so he says at top volume. Shut up. Get ready. So what do you guys, swingers? Oh, God. Top no. volume. Okay. I was like, whoa. Um, yeah, we used to be. 
<laughs> yeah, he just sounds like a moron. Buffoon was the word that came oh, to me. Oh, even better. That's <laughs> yeah, perfect. It was a perfect word. So anyway, I think that makes it fun for today, like shitty first dates. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was the worst first date I've ever been on. It wasn't even my date. Like that's a guarantee no second date. He's not getting, no, he's having no sex with either <laughs> one of us. Oh, and then, and then he says to me, how many subs do you have? Oh, I went, what? He doesn't know what he's doing. He doesn't know what? anything. How many subs do I have? Because, you know, we just finished that, we just finished that show with the dominant. Where did she find this guy? Bumble or Hinge or one of those. Oh, yeah. Right. And so this I said. This is why I do a phone call before going on a date. Because you can weed out these idiots. And it's literally, I'm so sorry for all of you people who aren't idiots that are listening. And those of you that are, she apologizes for insulting you. (laughs) I'm so sorry, but the phone call weeds them out because that's what will happen. You text back and forth. For some reason, I don't know why, it's some mystery of the universe, you can text back and forth with somebody and have a pretty good conversation. Maybe because they have to think before whatever it is, that you know, they have to think before they type it. But then you get them on the phone and it's like, oh my God, this, I couldn't sit through a date with a guy on the phone. Like, you know, t- the, right. it's just so bad. It's so You know what? Bad. I need to ask her if she, if she does the phone call. Cause I don't know if she does. It's how I vet. Well, you know what? I didn't used to, but after that, and you told me one time, she'll only do the phone call. I'm like, no, after this first, okay, <laughs> I'm fucking in. Um, so yeah, I have been on a very small handful of dates from guys that I met on dating apps on, okay. on Tinder and Bumble. And literally like four out of five of them I actually dated okay you know? so, so there was only one dud in the bunch yeah there was like yeah there was just one he was wearing like I don't know a t-shirt that had slit armpits <laughs> and then remember the guy who wanted to jump rope <laughs> I didn't go on a date I had a phone conversation with him <laughs> I had a phone conversation with him yeah and that's why I didn't go on a date with that guy tell the audience about that guy <laughs> oh my god so I went back and forth with this guy. He was really actually very nice. He's mm-hmm. really, really nice. And She's uh, worried he's listening. <laughs> oh, I feel bad if he is. Hopefully he isn't. If but... he is, this is a good lesson for him for future reference. No, I can't it, tell this. It has stayed with me. This story has stayed with me. I think you should tell this. Okay, I'll tell Monica's story. <laughs> she tells me she's on the phone with this guy. And he finds out that Monica does art. Monica's a wonderful artist. And so he decides that he wants to share his art with Monica. Mm-hmm. And he jumps rope. He has an idea, like he has this idea that he wants to make art with a jump rope, which I mean, okay, go for it, buddy. Like I support that. I, you know, but how would I go about doing that? So we had a conversation about that, but he, then he went and went on to talk about how he jumps rope and do the accent. Come on, Monica, do the accent. He had a really thick New York accent. It was really bad. Really, really (laughs) heavy New York. That's so good. Super, super New York accent. And what did he say? He said, I jump rope, but I mean, not just jump rope. Like I can jump rope. <laughs> I can jump. And he went on and on about how well he jumps rope. And then I was done. <laughs> and then, and then there was no date and there was no sex. And whether or not we see his jump rope art remains to he be said, seen. I'm sure he can jump rope really well, but here's, I would say tip number one for a date, or if you want to have a date, you know, try not to impress somebody too much. I mean, right? Like, I, I just don't think that's a super attractive quality. <laughs> You're saying don't show off. Right. Okay. Yeah. I, like, I, 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 I just that. think it, it's, it always smacks of being so desperate. And insecure. And insecure, yeah. When you're just really pounding home. Like, um, really- Did I tell you how great I am? Have you seen how great I am? <laughs> exactly. Let me show you how great I am. And so everyone I know thinks I'm great too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I would say, um, you know, a first date, 
and leading up to, but really the first date, that's your first impression. Mm -hmm. you, know, you only get one shot for that. You only get one shot. So, you know, I would say you got to nail it. Every time. Yeah. I mean, you do. Okay. So, but I, no, I got to tell you, this guy, this buffoon did not nail it. No. No, it was so <laughs> bad. It was, I can't even, like the things, the, the things he said when he asked me if top level, if I was, a, I mean, top volume. So overall, what was it? Like he just... If if it if you could sum it up, I think he was nervous, and I think he was eager to impress. Oh, so we're back to the impressing. Exactly, I really do, and I think he didn't know what to say because he was going on about his weight, and he was going on about he's going to order these face masks, and he was trying to talk to me about bodybuilding, and I was just like, "You're not on the date with me." Right. Well, and I would say that's probably tip number two, at least in my wheelhouse. You know, shut up. Like, what a novel idea. Don't freaking talk at me you know we all love to talk about ourselves we mm -hmm. do i love to talk about myself clearly that's why we have a podcast <laughs> <laughs> but on a first date i'm probably gonna ask more questions than i am sitting there just talking blah 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 all about myself and you know and mm -hmm. i think this is one of the things i weed out in the phone conversation that i have with men and it's why i do this whole vetting thing i get them on the phone i am not kidding the guys fall into two categories on the phone. One category, they don't talk at all. They don't have anything to say. And I'm bored within 30 seconds and I can't take it and I have to get off the phone. I'm like, oh, there's my other, or whatever. Like the house just burned, got caught fire. I got to go. My kitchen's on fire. Yes. But the more, the, the more often than that, it is the guy that um, just talks the whole time about himself. Yeah, Not I, one, I will get off the phone after 10 minutes of torture 15 minutes sometimes because you can't get a word in edgewise and i'll hang up and i'll be like i know everything about the guy he knows nothing about me yes nothing yes he doesn't know anything about me so i have a saying and we're gonna make a t-shirt out of this right <laughs> it says he who controls the conver the questions controls the conversation yes and it's so true if you ask questions the person on the other end of the of the answerer is going to think first of all that you've had a wonderful conversation exactly right because they're talking so yeah. they think you've had a great conversation and you learn a lot but it, but it allows you the opportunity to to not look stupid like if that guy had sat there and shut up yeah and just and and focused on her and said so did you have a good time at the beach yeah you know how long were you anything but he showed up talking he never shut up and mm. we couldn't wait we literally could not finish lunch fast enough to get out of <laughs> you there. cannot wait to leave yeah he's like yeah we were like i was like the girl came over with the check i was like don't need to look at it here's my card go yep. kitchen's go, on go, fire go we run. need to go exactly right, right you know and so now she and i've come up with kind of a system i don't usually go on first dates with her but we have we have a, we have a code word now what is the code word well i'm not going to say in oh. case one of her future dates is listening <laughs> <laughs> Ah, that's great. Like you just work it into a conversation about like the appetizers. Right. Yeah, or I something. Think, I think my appetizer was overcooked. Or... Right. I don't, I think this food might be bad. <laughs> Are we having dessert? No, I don't think I'm hungry. The dog needs to go out. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So when we think about like bad first dates, I had a bad, did you have a bad first date? Because I already told one. It's up to you now. Um, I, well. What's your worst first date story? Oh, God. I mean, I had a really bad first date, but I don't think I did anything wrong. I just ate something that was in my mouth and it was really hot and I had to spit it out. <laughs> it was heating up very quickly. Like it was like a, and we were in a Japanese restaurant, you know, and you, they have the little decorative leaf at the bottom. Don't eat that. Just, 
Why not? I was really nervous on the date, and so I was eating, and it was, the food was really good. This was Wait, like, is the guy hot? Let's let's back super this hot, up. super hot guy. Um, he was a photographer. I was live at the time. I was like in a big city. Um, I had known him. You know, I was modeling, so I had done a shoot with him. Anyway, this guy, I mean, I and had- You're totally into him. I was so into him. <laughs> I'm sitting across from him in this Japanese restaurant and I get to the bottom of my bowl and this little leaf is there and I'm like, oh, this is probably delicious. And I put it in my mouth and within, you know, four or five seconds, my mouth is on fire. So I'm faced with this, well, what do you do? Do you- What's the leaf? Let's back up. Let's... It, was, it was a wasabi leaf. Oh, oh, you know, that's wasabi. probably pretty hot. <laughs> yeah. And-, and Oh God, it was bad. So I'm looking at him trying to, he was talking and my eyes started to water. And I I mean, I just didn't, what do you do? And it was like, I literally got to a point of pain that there wasn't any, there wasn't anything that I could figure out. I I just, it was like a reflex. It just, like, I just bleh. Like I just- You threw up on the plate. I didn't throw it up. I just kind of like, it was more like like a hairball or something. Like it was really. She hacks it up on the it plate. Was so embarrassing. I was awful. Like, what did he say? No, we just kind of moved on, and I, I don't think that was really. Great. Did you have sex with him? No, no, not after that. I, I yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> but that might have been my fault. I think I was just really embarrassed, and I just didn't know what to do. But but I would say, you know, I mean, no, I don't think I did anything. You know, that wouldn't be in my list. Like, well, I, it is now. Don't eat the wasabi leaf. Don't eat the wasabi leaf. At the bottom of your Japanese. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, so I went on a first date. It was my first date. And the guy I go on the first date with has a kid who is um, playing air hockey. No, no, hockey. Just not, not air hockey, regular hockey. Yeah. On rollerblades. And normally he goes to all of the games, but for whatever reason, he couldn't go for t- this particular game. Mm-hmm. And rather than not go on the date with mm-hmm. me, he decided that he would bring his phone and live stream during our date. Mm-mm. I swear to you, you can't make this up. He live streamed his child playing hockey on rollerblades. Oh my God, that's so rude. And he's got it sitting on the and he's like watching it the whole time. What? So for the first like hour. I'm okay, kidding. so can you. I was just like, wow. So can you imagine, that's your first date. This is the guy trying to impress you. Yes. So that he can get in your pants. Yes. Because let's face it, that's what y'all want. Right. Can you imagine him a year from now? It was horrible. It was horrible. When he's comfortable? Right. And so when the date was over, by the oh. way, this was, he, we, I, I took it, I had taken an Uber. And so when the date was over, I'm like, I'm literally calling my Uber. Like, it's like 11 o'clock. I've been here from seven. I have done my duty. I'm out. Okay. And so I, I go and he, he tries to kiss me. No, no. And, and he's, no. he's got no game. Like he's a total vanilla. He has no game. Yeah. And so he's mauling my mouth and I'm just like, <laughs> Uber, where's Uber? Uber, please come. Uber, please come. Right. Finally, Uber pulls up. I open the door. Yeah. I put the door between me and him. He comes around the door. He's still mauling my face. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I can't take it. I can't take it. I shut the door. I look at the Uber driver. I'm like, drive. I'm like, fucking drive. He starts laughing and we're driving. <laughs> and I literally get a text message five minutes after I'm in this Uber that says, I miss your lips already. What a. Weirdo. I was like, I'm good. Thank you. I'm good. I'm good. All right. So tip number three. No, I would say that's tip number three and four. I would say three. Don't, I mean, I think you, it's okay to have don't your phone. bring your iPhone and watch your child's game. Right. It's okay to have your phone. Right. Yeah. If you, know, kid, if you have kids and they but, need to call you, I get it. But stay off the phone. Stay off the phone. For the most part. And, Unless, then, and then tip number four, 
Well, wait, before you go to four, I want to just say about three. Okay. Okay. I agree. Stay off the phone. Unless, unless you have something set up with a girlfriend that says, if he's a serial killer, let me call you and make sure that you're okay. In which case you get on the phone, you go, nope, not serial killer. Having a good time. Goodbye. Yeah. Yeah. And th- then go, it's okay. And you can go to the bathroom to do that. Too. Exactly. You don't be, I think a phone at dinner on a first date is pretty rude. Oh, well, then you would have hated me the other day with my friend's first date because my face was buried in my phone. I would have been like, get the fuck off your phone. Or I would have been like, hey, I'll be right back. And I would have left. Yeah. yeah. I just would have literally been like, hey, I, I wouldn't even have said goodbye. He probably wouldn't even have noticed. You know, it never occurred to me to leave, actually. That's oh, a good point. I, I've, I'm trying to think of a date. No, I've never left a date. It was my first first date in a while. Like it was, we had just moved, we'd moved. Yeah, and hindsight's twenty twenty because you don't want to be really rude. And, right. the, and here's the other thing is, I think, and we've talked about this, like there is this shame and, and nervousness about pissing your date off. Remember that date that you had where the guy was really handsy and you kept having to tell him to yep. get your, his hands off of you? Yep, that was and a terrible first date. And we talked about how difficult sometimes as women it can be to set our boundaries because at the point that we have gotten to a date, you have my name, you have my phone number, mm-hmm. you have information about me. And I think men forget that we do worry. We, mm-hmm, we absolutely, we, you, y'all wake, men wake up. They don't really ever worry about when like their lives being endangered. No, you no. know, you guys wake up, you don't have to worry about somebody not, what's that knock at the door? No, mm-hmm. you just answer the door. You don't have to worry about these things. As women, we're home alone, the there's knock on the door and there is that reptile part of your brain that's For like, sure. who the fuck is that? Do I yeah. need to, do I need to, you know, do I need to, do I need to answer the door? Should I just pretend to not be home? Well, yeah. And you peek out. You're yes. not going to just answer the door for anybody. So, so I think, you know, we don't want to piss our dates off because we worry about consequences. I think, you know, there's something really true to that because I, but I do remember like the handsy guy, I said to him, if you'd like to keep your head, you should probably move it off of my knee. Yeah. I mean, how rude, like how presumptuous, how ex- extraordinarily presumptuous. So that should be like tip number five, five. I is- think we're five. Well, maybe that goes with four. Which I think four is like, don't maul your date. Don't maul your date. <laughs> I mean, these are pretty simple. This yeah. is not rocket surgery, guys. <laughs> no, yeah, don't maul your date. And so I think it's so as because one of the things that that her date brought up was the fact that I've been on first dates because because I have an open relationship, and so sometimes you date couples, mm-hmm. and sometimes you date women, and sometimes you date men, and all of that is still true. You. Would treat somebody like you'd want to be like you'd want your daughter treated. I was gonna say, you know, if you had a daughter or a sister, you know, treat them the way that you would want that person to be treated. Yeah, we've been talking a lot about men and how we want men to behave on first dates, but what about women? Oh, I have a story. Oh God, of course you do. Go. <laughs> go, go. Okay, all right. So we, I went on a first date with a couple with one of my partners. Okay, and he was actually really well behaved for the dinner. It was the first time we'd ever met. We're in this really nice Italian restaurant and it's the first, you know, it's, it's the first date moment. And I've just met this couple. We have just met this couple. They have just met us. And she zeroes in on my partner like a hawk with a prey. Okay. And she was like eye contact and deep intensity. And we're not, I'm not kidding you. We are not 10 minutes into the meal and she's feeding him across the Shut table. Up. Okay. Wow. I mean, take, I, oh I was like, I'm sitting at the table going, what the fuck just happened here? Is he allowing this? Okay. If somebody sticks a fork in your true, face, true. What, what are you, you going to do? You're going to open your mouth. And so, yeah. Especially a guy. <laughs> okay. You know? right. What's he going to do? She's, I mean, she's locked eyes with him. She's doing everything, but eating him with a biscuit and she's got the <laughs> fork in his mouth. Like, try this. It's delicious. Wow. I was like sitting at the table going, it was like, 
it was like he was penetrated. Boundaries. Yeah, it was like, you know, she fucked him. She penetrated him like yeah. first the <laughs> box. <laughs> Stabbed a fork in him. Oh my god, that's funny. Oh, I just remembered one of my first worst dates. Go. I ugh, this and this is my fault too. So I I matched with a guy. He actually was had a well, he said that he was a Harvard grad. He seemed really smart. I did talk with him on the phone. We had a good conversation. I got to the restaurant and he texted me that he was running late. And that's okay. I get it. Sometimes shit happens. You're running late. So I waited 15 minutes. <clears throat> then he texted me again. Oh my God, horrible accident, traffic, whatever his excuse was. Another 15 minutes. I waited 45 minutes for this. Peace out, Girl Scout. A hole to show up. And he, and he was very apologetic and he full of excuses, but it ruined the date for me. Like because, I, because he was late? Yeah. Because my mood after sitting on my ass waiting for 45, and I probably should have just said, hey, listen, let's do this another time when you can prioritize. Because really, <laughs> that's what, you know. Okay, but so, you know me and time is an ish, so. Yeah, for, but you wouldn't do that on a first date, Sean Lee. Well, okay, but what if you got, what if you, what if like literally there was an accident? I mean, this is Florida and there's traffic. Yeah, I don't, I don't. I'm just, I'm just, you know, cause like it's one of those things. What if you go through a torrential rainstorm and then there's been a terrible accident and you're stuck in traffic for two hours? How do you, I think what do you do? Going on a, I think 45 minutes is a lot of time to get through. I mean, for me, if I'm going to be that late, I'll send you a photo of my traffic jam. And now I'll do that. You yeah. know, as, as, and he did not do that. And, and really I just didn't buy it. I just didn't buy it. And, and also, you know, I'm always the person on a first date I'll, or first you know, if I'm meeting someone and it's a business thing, I'm usually 15 minutes early. Like I'll, I'll not on purpose, you know, because I factor in like, what if there's a car accident? You know, like, <laughs> you know I know not everybody does that, but I would say that's, I, I would say that's a pretty good rule of thumb. Like first date, don't be late. Okay. I, th I think, I, I think that, but I also think first date, don't drag it on too long. Yeah. Like don't go on a first date for coffee and then end up at dinner and then Ooh, end up spending... I don't know if I agree with that. I don't okay. know if I... All right, I do. Because like, my best date, I ended up dating the guy for 7 years. Okay, all right. That's that's an aberration. I don't think that's the norm. Really? I I've had a couple of dates like that. Okay. It's like extended. We we laughed that we had the world's longest first date. Okay, see, I'm not so for me I'm like, okay. I'm I like the idea of um Wooing, wooing, and I like anticipation, and I love all that, right? So if I really like you, I'm going to cut our date fairly short because I want to leave you wanting me more, and I want to want you more. No, I think that's really smart. You know, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to stretch it out so that we're sick of each other after the first twelve hours together. Yeah. When if we no, played our cards right, maybe we'd have had four really fun dates uh, to equal that same twelve hours. I think I mean I would say ninety nine percent of the time that's that's probably really great advice. And I do agree with you that there's um, a really, it's nice to miss someone. It's important to yeah. miss somebody and crave the next date. For this particular situation, we just hit it off and we ended up going to a restaurant and then we had dessert somewhere else. And then we decided we want second dessert. So we went to another place. It's like then, in the Hobbit. With the, the yeah, Lord second the dessert. We had, first, we had first breakfast, second breakfast. No, and then we ended up going to a movie and then... Um, the next morning he called me, went to breakfast and, you know, and I didn't sleep with this guy for a month. Okay. All right. You know, so maybe that was why it worked because we didn't, I wouldn't sleep with him. <laughs> you, you, you had the longest first date ever, but you would not have sex with him. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's like a rule with me. I don't usually, you got to work for the cookie. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> you don't get the cookie for free. So she says after we know about her one night stand. Okay, that was not a relationship. <laughs> I'm talking about somebody you want to date. You want to go on a second date, a third date. You right. Have be in a relationship. Don't fuck that person right away. Okay, I disagree with that. Oh boy, here we go. Here we go. My my twenty year long standing, still in committed relationship. I had sex on the first date. And I have a girlfriend who married her husband and fucked him on the first date too, but I don't think that's the norm. And I think guys look at you differently when you sleep with them on the first date. And I'm not saying you're a no, whore. No, no, no. I'm not saying you're a whore. She's saying I'm a whore. You're a fucking whore. I am a whore. <laughs> I can't help it. It's, it's such a natural place of no, being listen, for me. And I think it's great, right? You're very um, free, but I just think guys in general, maybe some of that's changing now, but you know, I mean, uh, who's the guy, Steve Harvey, Harvey, that wrote that book, um, Act Like a Lady, Think, Think Like, like a, a Man. man. Yeah. You know, he is absolutely hellbent. Do not give a cookie away. I don't know if he calls it a cookie, but I'm pretty sure. <laughs> don't take a bite out of that crime. Don't have sex with a guy for a month. I a think month? He doesn't want you to have sex for a month. I don't usually get as far as a month. I'll get like two, three weeks out. Okay. So um, the newest partner that, I, that I've kind of had a relationship with, I think we made it to the third date. I think, I think third date before we had sex I mean, first time. No, right, there's no right or wrong. You can do whatever you want to do, whatever makes you feel comfortable. But for me, I can tell you my most serious relationships, the ones that lasted the longest were the guy, because they become interested in you as a person mm -hmm. and they have to get to know you. It's not about the sex at that point. It's not about, it's a, you know, it's a conquest, right? They're always, that, that DNA, they're always looking for that chase for, to catch so, their prey. I think you're right. Okay, but but I have to say this. So one of the things that, because my because my part my long term partner, he he was like such a player. Like girls just chased him because he's gorgeous, right? Mm -hmm. But and I did have sex on the first date. But I also came from the perspective of we're just hanging out and having fun. Like yeah, I wasn't looking for a relationship. Exactly. He wasn't looking for a relationship. Neither one of us. I mean, really, we and were. That made you way cooler. Well, I was like, you know, he's got <laughs> you know he's got other girls. I have other guys. It's all good. Yeah, because I would say I was poly then and didn't know it. Right. I would say that that would be, you know, talking about women and how, what not to do on a date. Don't show up needy. Oh my God. I'm so glad you said that because <laughs> I'm talking to someone now. We're, we just started talking and I said to him, you know, he asked me, he said, what do you find attractive about women? And it was the first time anyone had asked me, what do I find attractive about women? Hmm. And I said, confident women. And he said, amen to that. And he like, mm -hmm. you know, and you know, you can put the little hearts on your yes. text now. Confidence is, I think, the sexiest thing you can wear. Yeah. And I think it's just such a huge turnoff. If you show up on a date and you're just dripping with neediness and you've gone through a breakup recently and your confidence is really low, you know, I, I just think that's probably. To give yourself time to heal. You, you know, you don't have to jump from one relationship to the next relationship to the next relationship. If you give yourself time to heal, you're going to show up in a different space. Mm -hmm. You're going to show up open and, and willing and not talking about your ex. I was going to say, you know, that's yeah. another big no-no for women. And we do that so much. We talk about, I, I do it. I'm horrible. I talk about my currents. I'm about, so bad oh, about that. I talk about my exes way, way, way. I have to really reel it in when I go on a first date. And for me, it's like, well, I just had experiences with this person. Right. I don't, but it's, it's not cool. <laughs> There's so, no way around it. Okay. I now see, I disagree with you because I like, well, you know me, I love to study people. Yeah. And so I want to know why y'all break up because right. that's going to tell me a lot about you. For sure. If and you can tell me what you broke up for and you do not badmouth her, you have hit a home run. I do like that. But I think that's a difference when someone's asking you and when you're just offering. Right. right. It's one thing when I'm like, oh, my ex used to love the sea bass. <laughs> 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 you know, <or> what? <laughs> 
like that's really bad. That's a big no no. So one of my one, so one of my partners because you know as I've mentioned a couple times I have this long term partner. Well, my long term partner is a very big guy, as you know, big tall guy. And I was showing my newer partner this picture of this giant dog I have. And I'm like, see how big he is? I was look how big my partner is and see how big he is. He's like, yeah, I get it. He's a giant. He's great. And I thought, oh, hell, I've talked too much. Yeah, that, yeah. it happens. We it happens. It. Yeah. But I'm a big fan. And I know this is not very popular. Like, you know, a lot of people will say, don't go on a first date and ask questions. You don't want to do an interview. And I don't agree with that at all. Monica is Monica has a grade A plus in interviewing. Oh, skills. yeah. Yeah. You are sitting down for an interview. Maybe you should make a list of the questions you ask and we can post those in the show notes. Oh, I would love to. I ask all <laughs> kinds of questions. I ask things that I want to know because here's what I believe. And this is also a Steve Harvey thing in that book. Men will tell you the truth if you ask them, and in particular, in the beginning, because they don't care. There's, right? no, there's no investment. They're not invested. So if you say to a man, you know, um, what kind of relationship are you looking for? He will tell you the truth, most likely. Okay. Right? Right. And so I ask questions like, you know, what, how, how uh, you know, would you ever get married again? You know, because I have to go on dates sometimes with guys who have already been married. Right. And that's a big question for me because I'd like to get married one day. So I want to know, you know, would you ever get married again? Okay. And it'll surprise you. Some guys will say, no, I don't, I've had kids. I got married. I don't ever want to do it again. Mm -hmm. And some guys will say, I'd love to get married again because I really like having a partner. And okay. that's like music to my ears. You know, that's wonderful. But I wouldn't know that if I didn't ask. Okay. I want to, I want to kind of go to the question thing for a second. No, because I, I agree with you, but I want to be, I want to be clear certain things that you shouldn't, shouldn't say like, cause I'm, okay. I'm actually, um, one of my partners is 32, which is significantly younger than me. And this guy that I'm talking to now is 33. Okay. Don't call me an older woman. Oh, I don't like it when they say I like older women. Like, don't say that shit. No, because you it can makes think me that. feel old. Yeah. <laughs> you can think that. You can get your rocks off. You can call that hot in your mind. Don't say don't. And, and the Ugh. other thing is don't ask this question. Do you like younger men? If I didn't, I wouldn't be sitting here with you. Okay. Let's just, let's just table that. Let's just establish that right off the bat. Yeah. If I didn't, we wouldn't be here. I totally agree. Okay. But you don't have to address that. No, you don't need to address it. I had a guy... Oh my God, I went on a date with him really young, like, like young. Like how young? Like 22. This Ooh, wasn't... That's younger than my kid. No shit. And I was <laughs> so embarrassed sitting at the bar with this guy. Like I was like, oh, this, I've, I've really gone. This wasn't recent. This Do you like, and your son want anything to drink, ma'am? <laughs> you know what? Yes. Like, no, it was really, I mean, and he had a baby face. I mean, oh. good looking guy, but really just, I was, I was really out of my realm. This was a couple of years ago. And midway through the date, he said, I've always had a Mrs. Robinson uh, oh my god and I was like oh god we're just done it's oh my just... god <laughs> <laughs> and I was like oh yeah no that was not what to say I will link the 1970s show Mrs. Robinson in the show notes the 1970 song of Mrs. Robinson in the show notes yeah. because if you don't know that song <laughs> yeah no it was wasn't it a movie didn't they do a movie I don't know I just know the song yeah I don't it was, know it was uh, uh yeah it was just not it did not make me feel sexy and attractive and stunning and that's how you want for men and women that's how you want your first date to feel yeah it's you like want to feel the, like you are the most fantastic creature they've ever had the privilege yes, of sitting with I want you, I want to feel like I'm the only woman in the room yes and even if you're and so to be very clear even if you're poly and I know we have we have a good portion of poly listeners even if you're poly in those moments where you're sitting with that new partner you want them to feel like 
that's one of the things that I really feel like I'm doing well, although my partners might disagree. Mm-hmm. When I'm with you, I'm in it. I'm mm-hmm. in it to win it. I'm totally focused on you. It's me and you in those moments. And, and everything else just isn't as, as equally present. Yeah. And that's why the questions I think come into play where, you know, I can, I think it's just important to, I mean, there's a difference between my questions like an actual interview, and then just asking questions. Where do you see yourself in five years with me? That's what I ask. That's actually one of my questions. Sorry, God, how did you know that? So weird. <laughs> but I will ask that. Um, yeah, we'll make a list. I'll, I'll make I bet a the people list. in 2015 never thought 2020 was going to be like this. Oh, God, I know. It's just been so crazy. Thanks. I like to ask, for instance, if a guy's ever cheated. Okay. I like to know. And if, the, I, I think that's an unfair question. Why? Because, okay, first of all, if they say yes, you have this predisposition that he's, he, he, he has cheated before, which means he could cheat again. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's bad. Why? Be, okay. Why is bad? Beca- Information is good. Okay. Because what if, what if it was extenuating circumstances? <laughs> well, ask him what the circumstances, if it was in high school. Oh, you know, it's none of your, that's none of your business. Well, he can always say that. And if he did, what would happen then? I would probably Not have some him. respect for the balls, you know? Just, I mean, yeah. he set boundaries. There's, I mean, you don't have to answer the questions. I don't have a gun to your head. This time? Yet. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what about paying for the date? Oh, no. Okay, so this is a big one for me. So I don't think that a guy should be obligated to pay for a date. I really, really don't. And I have girlfriends that go on dates and they expect the guy to pay and it really cracks me. I will always, 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 first of all, I will meet you at the bar and I will always buy the first round of drinks. I will have already arranged it with the bartender. What? Yes. You've lost your damn mind. Nope. It's such a good move. It's such a bad move. Nope. Oh my God, I can't wait to hear what guys have. No, it works. We have a Facebook group. If you are not a member, get in the Two Wild Orchids Facebook group and we want to know the answer to this question. Okay. I will post a poll. Who, uh, should pay, do. who should pay no, for not the first should, date? No, no, no. You can't do it like that. You have to say, what would you do? Or if a woman paid for your first date? No, 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 no. I think this is really clear because it's... it's you no, know, a guy is going to... They know that they're supposed to pay. But, it's but, been but, pounded into their heads. Okay. But okay, let me let, let's pause here. So, why would you buy the first round? Why would you amass? Because here's what it feels like. It feels like emasculation. Oh, to and me. I think they just appreciate it so much because you don't assume that they have to pay for the drinks. It's one thing, and they're going to pay for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> it's a nice thing to do. Okay, it's one thing to to offer to pay, and if he says fine, you do it. Like I'm in. Okay. Mm-hmm. But to arrange it ahead of time, mm-hmm. I think takes. I think isn't fair. I don't think it's unfair. I think it's hot. I, I, every, I've never had a guy respond. It feels like a power play. I, and it's not. I, I, I know that they're not going to let me pay. I like to say thank you, you know, because they're going to buy dinner. Then say thank you. And it also makes me feel better when they buy dinner because I bought drinks. Okay, so. so it's two drinks. I'm not, no. So it's I've had nothing but rave reviews, like on the dates that I've been on. I think they've always really appreciated it. But maybe if they didn't, they would have not said to me I didn't appreciate that I think they probably would because there's there's a part of chivalry is not dead like I have a I have one of my lovers and I've talked about him before in Oklahoma we've never had sex but deep love we've been 15 16 years I've never paid for a cup of coffee and no, and I, I get that. My boyfriend of, of seven years, I never paid for a thing. Mm-hmm. And, and he would just laugh at me if I ever yeah. tried to pay for anything. But on a first date, 
I like to establish the fact that like, I'm not going to expect you to pay for everything. I'm a total stranger. It's expensive to date. These guys are, you know, this is my first date. I mean, you got to think a guy's going on a couple of first dates, maybe two, three a week. It starts that up. It's a full-time job. So it's the least I can do to say, Hey, let, I'm going to get this round. And they always say no, which is why I arrange it ahead of time. Just say, just give the bartender my credit card. We're going to have one drink at the bar each. So okay. it's not a big deal. And I do think they really appreciate it. At least that has been the feedback I've gotten. Then we go and sit at our table. I will always offer to pay for dinner, but now I don't feel as bad. And I think it makes them not feel like, shit, this sucked. Like I paid for everything. I don't even know you. Okay. I think you're making assumptions about how they feel. Because, I because I think that men have this very, and I know this is true of all the men that I know, is they have this providing it's like it's ingrained in their DNA. They have this providing need, let's Agreed. call it that, right? Agreed. And the need to provide and take care of and, and all of this kind of stuff. And if they've asked you out for a date, they've more than likely, at least, and this is by the way, let me add this to the list. Don't make me plan the date. If no, you're going to ask me out, like just, just plan that shit. I will show up and be so happy not to have had to do it. Yeah. So let's add that to the list of things to do. Definitely just plan it. So you've picked a place that you know that you know, basically a ballpark of what it's going to cost. You've picked a place that you know that you can afford and go on the date. Mm-hmm. Right. I, I don't know. I'm just, I'm an old, I'm old fashioned that way. I'm pretty old fashioned too. And I, I, I've changed my tune as I've gotten a little bit older and watched a lot of girlfriends go on dates. I think guys feel taken for granted. I think that there are women who make a goddamn career out of going on first dates because they know the guy is going to pay. And no, I, I disagree with that. I did. Oh, I, I, I no, I, I'm not, I'm not saying yeah. I disagree with your statement, but I disagree with that practice. Is what yeah, I'm trying to say. I had a girlfriend that called me. This was last year. She's no longer my friend, by the way. But not because, because of, of her dating practices. Not because of this, but it's one thing. But she called me after a date and said, you know, the date was really shitty. We, I got to the end of dinner and he wanted to split dinner. And okay. She, and she said, you know, I just wouldn't, I told him, I said, I, I wouldn't have ordered something as expensive <gasps> if I had known. Now that's an asshole. Like, but she was just an idiot. But I think this is what men you're not an idiot. I'm not an idiot, but no. there are like a lot of them out there. And I think that men have to feel that all the time. And then they start feeling taken advantage of. They go on these dates, they're expected to pay. We don't pay for anything. Right. You know, so that's why I do it. I think it's a nice thing to do. I think it's very rare that it's done. I mean, I went on a date, the guy that I dated, the Navy SEAL guy that mm-hmm. I dated, you know, I did that the first date with him. He was like, holy shit. <laughs> You know, he wow. Was, he really I'm gonna it. I'm gonna run a poll in our in our group. Yeah. What 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 whether or not guys would like it or not. I'm because I'm real curious because I just feel like um like I don't expect them to pay for everything. Right. On the first date, I do like them to pay just be, not for any other reason than I feel like that's they get the pleasure. And this round sounds really shitty, but they get the pleasure of my company. And I have and, <laughs> I know I get it. I and get I, it. you know, at the at the end of the day, um women have an easier go of it. Let's just call it what it is. Okay. Mm -hmm. On every dating app, it's a sausage fest. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And I mean, it is, it's like a 10 to one ratio or something ridiculous. Mm -hmm. And so for me, I feel like my time is valuable. Your time is valuable. I'm not minimizing the guy's time at all, but my time is valuable. And if you're going to spend time with me, it's, you know, it's like, and you want to take me out for coffee or for a drink or for dinner, you're the one deciding the date. Mm -hmm. So you're the one deciding the, 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 the spending limit, if you will. Like, it's one thing to say to me, can I take you for coffee? That's as equally good for me. Yeah. Right? I don't know. So we'll, 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 put it, we'll put a poll in there. All right. So other things I think you have to remember is you have to be well-groomed. Oh, well, that's just, I mean, that's like 
yeah dating 101 dating 101 i mean if you're if you're not doing that and like confirming your date the day of by oh my saying, god i'm so glad you said that you know these are these are things we shouldn't be having to tell you okay but should they <laughs> all right so here's what happened recently a girlfriend of mine was supposed to have a date with a guy on saturday yep she doesn't hear from him all week oh god okay, okay. yeah and then on saturday he texts her and he says, Hey, so do you want to go here? Do you want to go there? Do you want to do this? Blah, blah. First of all, A, plan yep. the fucking date. Yeah, plan let's, the date. Please, right. please plan the date. Don't make me plan it. Don't ask me what I want to, you know, ask Just me, do you like seafood? Yes or no? Yeah, there you go. Okay. Exactly. Right. That, that's you know, it. Like that's... Strap your cock and balls on and do it. And just, you know, make the decision. Let me be the vagina. Right. There's only room for one. So that's why I don't think you should buy the first round because you put a penis on. But then I take it right off when we go and sit down and have dinner. Oh, so it's like one of those strap-on Velcros. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. We can ask. The audience. I don't know. It's just my, it's just what I do. All right. All you right. know, I think it's a nice gesture and I don't do it in a dick way. Like I got this, you know, <laughs> I'm not a cowboy, you know, I'm not Clint Eastwood. I'm, but I'm just like, Hey, let me get, let me get this round. You can get dinner. All right. Okay. You know? But, but back to where we were about you, the, so she, Friday, Saturday, he, he texts her. He's like, you know, and they've seen each other a couple of times. So she's like, look, you're just coming over for sex. Like you're taking me to dinner so you can say you fuck me so you can feed or feed me so you can fuck me. Okay. So she breaks it off with him. She's like, dude, if you can't talk to me all week long, I'm out. And I don't blame her. No, I don't blame her either. You know, I don't know that that's what it is. I think that's a big assumption, but I don't like, it would have been nice for him to touch, touch base a little bit. Yeah. Because otherwise I just feel like I'm kind of, and I don't want to, don't make me reach out to you. It's no. Like, Are we still going to dinner? Don't make me do that, please. No, you do, you do that. And here's the other thing. If you're in a long-term relationship, this is something you should still be doing. Mm, so true. You know, mm -hmm. men, one of, one of the mm. pleasures of, of being a woman is getting to go on dates, getting taken on dates. And that doesn't change when we get married. That doesn't change when we're in a long-term relationship. We still like to be spoiled. We do. That is absolutely true. And I think being in that, you know, feminine space feels so good. Yeah. You know, and having your guy get in touch with you, make you feel cared for, uh, you know. Taking care of, take care of an everything. Yes, take care of. Handle the babysitter. <laughs> right yes yes exactly all, yeah all of those things just handle it and and make it so it's so it's still romantic for us and i think it pays off for y'all in the in the long run because we're going to be a lot more likely um, around yeah, <laughs> if we're in like that romantic mode yeah i'm i'm much more likely to put out if you have been like mm -hmm. a white knight and handled things and just taking care of it but you know first dates are hard and if you're poly, they're extra hard, I think, personally. If you're a swinger, they're I hard. I couldn't imagine that. Yeah, because, you, you, you know, the, one of the things that, that people complain about is, the, is time constraints. Mm -hmm. And so if, if, if you're in a relationship where you have multiple partners, just because you've had one partner for a long time and then you get another partner, it doesn't mean your first partner gets, gets the shaft on the dating. Yeah, you they still don't have get to do that. the back burner. No, they need to go to the front burner mm. because your new little hottie might not last very long. That's, mm -hmm. If that thing fizzles out and pops, you're still left with, with, <laughs> with, you know, person number one. That's the relationship you give extra attention to. Right, right. So I hope that people are starting to get back to maybe a little bit of dating because I know we're, we're, we're still having these struggles with, you know, public spaces and meeting strangers and Corona. You know. So and I would say, yeah, it's. And oh, that's the other thing. If you're going to have a Zoom date or something like that, put makeup on, do your hair, brush your teeth, pretend it's a real date. Mm -hmm. Even if she can't smell your breath, pretend it's a real date. Yeah. 
All right. All right, Ms. Monica, as we get out of here today, I'm going to say uh, stay sexy. And pay for the date. Or, or don't pay for the date. <laughs> or, pay, or pay for the drinks. No, don't pay for the drinks. <laughs> <laughs> we just confused everyone. <laughs> stay sexy. <laughs>